Hey there, Fletch Things Overlanding here, and today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about has the overlanding trend peaked? I found a pretty interesting article that I'm going to kind of share with you guys, and I'll talk you through it if you're listening on the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify, I will show you what I'm talking about, but either way, I'm going to describe it for you guys, and I want to talk a little bit about this data that shows that the trend may be kind of dying away in some ways, and I want to talk about my feelings on it and kind of what I think is actually happening. So if you want to hear more about the overlanding trend, hobby, life lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, and whether it is actually trending down, stay tuned. All right, guys. So as I mentioned in the intro today, I'm talking about overlanding as a trend, as a hobby, as a lifestyle, and whether it's trending down, right? Like, is it starting to die out? Now, I'm going to start by kind of giving some anecdotal evidence and talking a little bit about what I've seen and kind of what my experience has been over the last four plus years that I've been making content on YouTube related to overlanding. And then I'm going to dive into the article that I mentioned and kind of walk you through that and show you all that data and stuff that either supports or refutes the idea that overlanding is dying. And then in the end, I'm going to kind of give you my final thoughts and talk a little bit about what I think is actually happening. So let's just start with the anecdotal evidence, right? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In some ways, yes, I would say that I've noticed sort of a decline in overlanding in general. And I think that that has to do with a couple of different factors, one of which is sort of As with all things that grow really fast, there starts to be an overwhelming sense of negativity, right? And I mentioned that in a couple of other podcast episodes, a couple other videos that I've done, um, where I talked about just the overarching negativity from people and just how everybody really acts like they have to prove that they know more than everyone. Um, Instead of being helpful or instead of asking questions or instead of trying to answer questions, they just crap all over everyone that asks a question and act like they know everything, right? And that, I think, is driving a lot of people, especially casual people that may or may not ever, you know, really get fully into overlanding, but might go out and try some dispersed camping. Those people especially probably never even try anymore because it's just such a negative, toxic environment. Aside from that, I will also say that, you know, the cost, I think, with just inflation in general and and uh, corporations getting more greedy and kind of charging more and more just because they can in this economy, uh, that has driven a lot of people away. You know, for instance, vehicles, used vehicles, three, four years ago, you could get a a used Nissan Xterra with 100,000 miles for six to nine grand, you know, depending on the condition, depending on the trim level. Now that same Xterra with 150, 200,000 miles is a nine to $12,000 truck, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a pretty significant bump in just overall cost to enter the game. Same goes with gear too, right? Especially as overlanding has become more popular, there's been more and more overlanding branded gear popping up and it just gets more and more expensive. Now, in some cases, I think that 
price is warranted, if the quality is really good, or if there's a really unique value proposition to that piece of gear. But in a lot of cases, it's kind of just copying and pasting one piece of gear onto another and then giving it an overlandy name or making it look a little bit more rugged or adding a couple of features that are nominal, but they double the price, right? That I think also kind of drives people away. Now, some more anecdotal evidence, meaning, you know, stuff that I've seen. So take this all with a grain of salt, is that I started two years ago the Newbie Overlanders group, and today it's over 14,000 members. And it's been really positive, and there's been a lot of people sharing really cool stuff in there, people asking questions, getting answers, getting help, talking about how can I run a diesel heater? How can I, you know, what kind of rooftop tent should I get? If I get this kind of vehicle, what kind of modification should I make? What kind of suspension should I run? All those types of questions are being asked in that group. And again, because it's sort of forcefully kept as a positive group. And if you're super negative or you, you know, are kind of rough on people over and over again, you're going to get kicked out. That has sort of led to a pretty positive group and it's growing more and more every day. I would say in the last couple of weeks, I've admitted hundred to 150 people a week into that group. So it's growing faster and faster every day. And I think that's really awesome. Same goes for like a budget overlane, right? Benji runs a great group over there. They've got like 60,000 plus 70,000 members over there in budget overlane. That thing is huge. Um, and he started that about the same time I did, or maybe a little before me. So, you know, those kind of groups growing so much is sort of telling me that there are still people entering this thing, right? Same with my channel. Uh, you know, I started it four years ago. It took me six to eight months probably to hit a thousand subscribers. Then I think from the, that period when I hit that to the next year, it, I maybe went up to like four or 5,000. And then the next year, I think I went from like five, four or five up to like 10. And then now, you know, it's January of 2024 and I'm over 17,000 subscribers. And the only reason I mention that, it's not a humble brag, I promise. The only reason I mention that is because you can see the trajectory, right? It's it's not linear. It's almost hockey stick-like. Like it's it's growing more and more faster and faster every year. And I think that a lot of that has to do, not with me, right? I'm not a great videographer or anything like that, but more just the fact that I focus and I try and really help newbies, right? Because I was a newbie just a few years ago. I still consider myself fairly new at all this stuff and by no means any sort of expert, but I have some evidence, some things that I've learned that I can share with you guys. And again, I love helping you guys. I love hearing the stories of, hey man, I watched this video and then I went out and I did this and I built this thing for my truck and I love it. It changed my whole camping experience, right? So like there's definitely been a more and more positive and more and more uh, aggressive growth pattern to all the overlanding groups, to my YouTube channel, to a lot of the overlanding YouTube channels, especially the ones that focus on newer folks. And I think that's really cool. I think that that does show you that it is heading in the right direction and that there are still a lot of people that are interested in joining this hobby or lifestyle. So now let's hop over to Desk Jason and let's look at the data a little bit and talk when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about that. All right, guys. So this is the article that I was talking about earlier in the podcast. If you are on the podcast, again, I'm going to do my best to describe this for you. But if you're watching on YouTube or if you're on Spotify and you can see the video, you'll be able to see this website. Of course, basically, it is a website that I found that is talking about overlanding statistics from 2023 and talking about has the overlanding boom peaked. 
So as we scroll down, it is a really good article. I will link to it in the description down below. So if you wanna go check it out in its entirety, feel free to do that. But then basically what they did was they kind of looked in the last 10-ish years at Google searches for overlanding, right? And I've actually done a long time ago, I did a video talking about the overlanding trend growing. And basically that video was probably about five or six years ago. So four or five years ago. So it was, you know, in the 2019s and it looked like a hockey stick going up. So now things have even boomed even more as far as the number of terms that people are searching for, the number of times people are searching for overlanding on the, online. But then you see in 2020, it really shot up quite a bit. And then as we head towards 2023, you actually see kind of a sharp decline. Now this could be incomplete data, it is possible, but it definitely is sort of on the downward trend and you can kind of see that happening. Now it's still higher than it was in between 2021 and 2022, there was a little bit of a, a decrease. I don't know if that's because it kind of, you know, that's when the pandemic kind of got done with more so and people were able to go out and do other things. And then maybe it's been reinvigorated or what, but again, the, the fact of the matter is it, it has been going up for quite a long time and now it's kind of starting to trend down, which is their point with this whole article, right? Now, counter to that was uh, some info that they shared related to Overland Expo West and their attendance there. So when you look back now, and keep in mind in 2012, especially in America, this wasn't nearly as big of a thing, right? Like people just didn't know what overlanding was. I didn't know what overlanding was in 2012. But so then you can kind of see on this graph here, if you can see this, but if you're on the podcast, I'll tell you, it goes up from, you know, attendance goes from somewhere down towards like 5,000-ish people in 2012 up to about 28,000 people in 2022. Now the graph trends steadily upwards. It really hasn't declined except maybe in 2015, it went down a little bit from you know 8,000-ish to six or 7,000-ish. But again, overall the attendance for this expo has shot way up. Not to mention that they've added additional expo events. There's the more expo. There's a ton of other options popping up that aren't just Overland Expo events. And Overland Expo has added, I think, four total events. But it's just interesting to see that, you know, the the trend is still going up and people in real life are going out more to expos and things like that to learn about overlanding. Now, when you look at where people are searching for this, of course, the vast majority of those searches are coming from out west, which totally makes sense. That's where overlanding is probably the best. Um, you know, over here in poor old Indiana, where I'm from, not a lot of searches going on, but that's okay. Um, another thing that they point out in this article that's kind of fascinating is that uh, overlanding has become a really big business. And the reason that I point that out is not so much for you and I, right? Like it doesn't really have anything to do with you and I, but what it does mean is if businesses are willing to dedicate resources to creating products, to you know innovating, to creating new things for the overlanding world, it's not just on a whim, right? Like they're doing this based on a ton of research, based on a ton of looking at the market. You know, they're not just gonna invest their money into creating new products and bettering products and things like that if it's not a viable place for business. When you start to see the the business decline, when you start to see companies not investing as much as they have been into overlanding as a trend or as a hobby, um, that's when you will probably start to see it also decline in popularity and search volume. So anyways, that was the data side of this podcast. That was kind of what made me think of this topic. And uh, let's kind of jump back over to Fireside, Jason, to talk about my final thoughts uh, on this topic. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Alright, so now that we kind of looked at the data, let's finish up with sort of my final thoughts and what I think it all means, right? So yes, I think that the, you know, the data shows that the, that overall the, the trend for searching on Google for overlanding and stuff has gone down. I think part of that is that a lot of people entered during COVID, right? A lot of people came in in 2020. So there may not be as many people searching now, definitely not as many casual people that aren't really interested in it and just thought, well, I should do something since I can't really like go anywhere where people are. Um, I think that there was a, a big spike. And then as a result of that, those people either got sort of fed up with it and the negativity on the groups and they kind of went away and stopped being into overlanding. Overlanding was a great way to kind of get away from everyone and be able to go out and explore and do cool things even though you're in a lockdown. But now that you could do anything, it's just one of many options, right? So that's kind of what the data says to me. That's kind of my feeling on it is that I think what's happened is that a lot of the casual folks that were just checking it out are kind of either have lost interest or are not coming over in as big a numbers as they have been. But I think that especially through like word of mouth through these sort of smaller YouTube channels and stuff, I think people are sharing their passion. And I think that people are seeing that and they're interested in that and they see how how excited we get, right, to go on trips, how much fun we have when we leave. And they're like, that guy's crazy. He went for three days up to Michigan in two feet of snow and, uh, you know, went camping. What a maniac, right? But then those people, my friends, you know, my, my neighbors, my people that I talk to in my little circle, uh, hear me telling these stories of how great it was and how beautiful it was and how amazing it was and how fun the wheeling was and check out this video and look at this drone footage of this trip that we did and, and that sort of thing. My Wyoming video, I'll put a card to it up here uh, in the right-hand corner if you're on YouTube, was a super fun experience. Two weeks with, you know, three other rigs, people that I'd only sort of met in passing or not met at all. So we made new friends. We got to do new experiences together. We got to see things. I've never really been out West. So for me, that was a very eye-opening and awesome experience. And overlanding and sleeping out of your vehicle is a pretty cost-effective one too. Now you can go crazy. You can buy a bunch of gear. You can totally outfit your rig and spend tens of thousands of dollars, but you don't have to, right? And I think that's what's so appealing about it. So again, overall, I think that we're in an even better space now than we have been. The, the industry is huge and it's growing every year. The expos are seeing more and more folks attending, right? And so I think that it's a very positive space, even if the overall trend has come down from 2020. I think that's sort of false data a little bit, right? That's kind of skewed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So anyways, those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? If you're watching this on YouTube, go down to the comments and leave your thoughts in the comments. I'd love to hear from you what you guys think is really going on, what your thoughts are on this topic. Um, if you're on the podcast, go leave a five-star review if you liked it. It helps a ton. It helps the channel grow. And, uh, and I would really appreciate it. But then also, check out the links in the description down below. Come over to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to hang out, whatever channels you're on. If you 
you want to engage with all things Overlanding, I would love for you to join the conversation and chat with me over there. Um, also in the description below will be links to my website where I've got some funny Overlanding camping themed patches and stickers, Velcro back PVC patches, really nice quality stickers. So if you're into that kind of stuff, check that out as well. And then of course, last but not least, the Patreon page, there's a link to that down there. If you want to support the channel, it starts at like five bucks. If you want to just throw some support in there, that all adds up and it helps a ton, but don't feel obligated at all. And then there's also the Newbie Overlanders group, which I mentioned in this episode. That is totally free to join. It's on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook and you want a place to ask questions or to support the, the community and help new people out, that's a great place to come and join. So we'd love to have you there too. But again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week.